Hey there, and welcome to the Heart of a Mill Spouse podcast, where we focus on re-sparking your inner purpose using empowered action and personal growth tools. I'm Jayla Ray Ardeline, your host and late career Army Mill Spouse. I joined this lifestyle later in life and the learning curve was gigantic. Since the day I said yes to this relationship over five years ago, I've been collecting and curating personal growth tools to support you. So excited you've tuned in. Hey there, you are listening to the Enneagram Mill Spouse Mentor Series. These recordings started as Instagram Lives and have been repurposed here on the podcast for on-the-go listening. Be sure to head to jayleray.com forward slash Enneagram to grab your free resource. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Oh, of course, the weans are shaking at my feet just as soon as I start this live. How's it going out there? Today we are going to be talking about goal setting for the head triad. So that is types fives, sixes, and sevens. I'm really excited to finish up the goal setting series so that we can move on to other topics in the Enneagram. So um, this series is still going to continue on Sundays. And um, if you happen to be catching this, Uh, live or either on the replay, these videos are also going to be converted into a podcast very, very soon. So be on the lookout for that in February, just in case you're missing things on Instagram and you want to listen to things on the go. Okay, so our head triad. So types five, sixes, and sevens are in the head center of intelligence. So that means that they are perceiving information through intelligence, through their mental faculties. Um, and that's opposing to perceiving information through their gut, from the gut triad, and opposed to perceiving through their heart, through, uh, through feeling, through the heart triad. Um, and five, sixes, and sevens are all joined by a common struggle with fear, anxiety, cynicism, and security. And like I've said in past weeks, these are human issues. These are human problems. Like no one type is just limited to struggles with fear, anxiety, cynicism, and security. But this creates a lens through which five, sixes, and sevens see the world. And they're either internalizing or externalizing that fear. So maybe that's something we can talk about in a little bit, like on a little bit, um, I can't talk on an upcoming day um, a little bit further into each of the types so that you can see what I mean by internalizing and externalizing. But for the purpose of of today, I just want you to know that um, all three of them are joined under this under this umbrella of struggle, just like the uh, heart triad is joined by um, struggles with uh, shame and identity. And then just like the gut triad is is. is pooled together with struggles with um, with anger and control and those kinds of things. Okay, so let's start with our type five. So fives are known as our hermits, our investigators, whatever term you would like to call them. And the struggle with setting goals is actually very similar to our type eights. And that may or may not surprise you, um, but it's important to know that fives go to eight in growth, meaning they take on more behaviors and traits of an eight in growth. And eights go to five in times of stress as well. So they have this really, really strong connection between each other. 
And I can't ignore that when I look at the struggles they may face when they're setting goals, because it's very similar with eight in that they are very independent people. And it's, but the thing is, is it's not wanting to be independent from a place of needing or wanting more and more control in order to feel secure. It's actually because they don't want to be dependent on others and they are struggling to conserve their energy with others. So there's this conservation of energy that happens. And so when they go to set goals, it's just like the eights in that people may not be involved in the process and may not even know like what it is that they're pursuing. Um, so for a five, it's really about striking a balance between letting others being a part of your goals and seeing what it is that you are uh, working toward and then maintaining integrity with your own needs and striking a balance between those two things. Okay, so for sixes. So first, uh, I don't think I have talked about sixes in great length um, here on Instagram. And one of the reasons for that is because sixes are extremely difficult for people to type themselves as sixes. And it's also incredibly nuanced and very, very layered when it comes to type sixes. However, I also know that type sixes are some of the most common types in the Enneagram. There are a lot of sixes running out around in the world. <laughs> and I know quite a few sixes too. You know, you definitely know a six, at least one, if not maybe three. <laughs> so um, for sixes, these are our loyalists and they're, uh, um, there, it, so this may be you inside of this community. Um, so kind of listen to this it, this description and maybe it gets you a little bit closer or maybe it's still something feels unclear if you are in a position where you're still trying to type yourself. Um, I'd be happy to you know ask you some questions and help get you closer, at least point you to um, some resources as well. So the, the challenge that sixes may face when setting goals is sort of this unwillingness to step outside of their comfort zone. And what what they need to do is to really think about how they can try something new that will shake up their status quo um, and face the challenge with an abundance mindset rather than a lacking mindset or a fixed mindset. Um, this can be really, really challenging for sixes. Um, it's also very challenging for fours, I will say that too. <laughs> Um, and part of that is because, you know, the six is always on watch and, um, and, and sort of fearful of their surroundings and, and perceiving information in that way. Like, what is a threat here? What do I need to worry about? Um, am I getting the kind of support that I need in this situation? Am I not? And how does that trigger me? These are the kinds of like internal monologues that happen um, in a six's mind. And so when it comes to setting goals, of course, like, can you imagine like if you are a six or if you want to empathize with a six, you would step back and say, okay, I don't want to put myself in danger of anything. I don't want to put myself too far out there because that really riles me up. When in reality, those are the kinds of situations that um, help a six to grow and to foster more personal autonomy as well. So that would be my tip for sixes when it comes to goal setting. Okay, and finally, we have our type sevens. So our sevens are our enthusiasts. Um, they are 
actually very similar to type threes when it comes to setting goals. And hopefully I can spend more time talking about how, how certain types on the Enneagram are alike to one another and how they are different, because I think it's really, really helpful, especially if you're in a position where you have just recently discovered your type or you feel like you're super close, but you're kind of just trying to determine between two because they sound a lot like you. So I actually think there are a lot of similarities between threes and sevens. And when it comes to setting goals, the common denominator between these two types is optimism. Really, it's the optimism because the sevens will will um, will feel optimistic that they can take on a lot at one time. The three is also optimistic that they can take on a lot at one time. Um, but this also causes the seven to then feel scattered and as though they're never quite completing anything. And it's that, you know, it's that like scatterbrain moment where like, oh, oh, I set all these goals. And so now I need to like try and tackle this. I'll do a little bit over here. I'll do a little bit over here. I'll do a little bit over here. And then there isn't a ton of focus. There isn't a ton of direction. Now, I do want to say that there are some really powerful sevens out there who make this work for them because they hone that direction and that focus over time. So I would never want to say to a seven, <laughs> don't be you because we need you in this world. You guys are incredibly powerful people and we love all of your, your visions and what you, what you see for the future and your optimism because we truly need that. And I say that with love too, because as a four, I love hanging out with sevens because they bring out the best parts of me. And they remind me over and over again that there's good here and there's good to see instead of focusing so much on what is lacking or the negative. So when it comes to sevens setting goals, my challenge to you is to really narrow down the goal list itself. So I've heard this from several sevens that list making is sort of a fun activity for them. And part of it, it whether it's like conscious or not, maybe this is part of the subconscious, um, it's exciting to make lists because it means possibilities. It means like, oh, these are all the potential directions that I could go in. How exciting is that, right? But then that can also lead to overwhelm once, once they actually start pursuing the goals. So that's why I say to take the goal list narrow it down and assume that it will take double the amount of time to complete one goal. <laughs> this is sort of like a realist coming at an optimist and saying, okay, that's really big. That's, that feels a little lofty. Um, and it make you, it may take you more time to get there than you are realizing. And so setting yourself up for success on the front end would be, um, would be my tip for sevens. Um, I have several sevens that I work with that I um, I know as friends and they always amaze me because they're moving, moving, going, going, and they do get so much done, but part of it is that like scattered and um, not really completing anything at the same time. So that's, I, so I'm speaking from direct experience <laughs> when it comes to the sevens. Okay, so that's all I have for goal setting for our head triad. Um, comment below if you have any questions. If you know that you're unsure or you're you're thinking like you might be a part of the head triad but you're not really sure where to go from here, please let me know that's you because I'd love to point you in the right direction. 
um, and get you closer. But if you do feel like you perceive information through your mind before your gut or before your feelings or before anything else, it's likely that you belong to this triad. 